Welcome to Verbal Art, a podcast where we talk about artsy stuff in different locations. So, uh, hi and welcome to Verbal Art with Senja Ram, this podcast where uh, I interview artists and other creative people about what they do. Um, this is episode number 20. Wow. wow. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, a little bit of a, um, what do you call it, like a celebrative yeah. one. Hmm. And today I am here with... Uh, some dancers and it's the first time we have dancers on the podcast so that's very interesting um this is tata collective or some of tata collective but maybe we can just do a round and you can each say your name and where you're from uh so that people can like put the name to the voice since we are so many today hmm. yeah. jackie i'm from nam melbourne australia now I'm living in Tapanilla. I'm Iris, uh, Iris Blauberg, and I'm from Helsinki originally, and now in this Tata collective. <laughs> now you no. live here. Now I live here. <laughs> I live here in the theater hall. Yeah. Uh, and I'm Sonia Altonen. I'm also from Finland and now living in Roikovuori. In Helsinki. I lived there. The first you do? Uh, no, not now, but the first place I lived when I moved to Helsinki oh, was nice. in For three weeks, I lived in a three-room apartment alone, and it was all Whoa. empty. And it was Whoa. very strange. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and so we are here today in the Theatre Academy of Helsinki, which is uh, adjacent to the Fine Arts Academy, where I study. And you are all... Studying in the dance program here, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, yeah, can you explain the listeners maybe in which room we are in and try to describe it also so that they can hmm. be here with us? Hmm. Well, <laughs> well, well. This is the theater hall, and it's a big black studio. <laughs> And it has, uh, it used to be even bigger. What is it now? 18, 16 meters? 9 meters? I don't know. Like how yeah. tall it is, do you mean? Like or this how long way. it is? How long it is. Uh, more than 10 meters and maybe 9 meters or something. 8 meters wide and 7 meters high. <laughs> I don't know. Big. Many, many lamps. Many lamps. It's like a black box. Yeah, it's yeah. like a huge black box. And With there's a second layer where you can also walk and adjust the lamps. Mm. Yeah, we're sitting under a big rigged truss system, which is like all this uh, metal scaffolding. Like you said a trust system. It doubles, right? Yeah. You really do need to trust the trust that it doesn't fall on you. Because it's this like scaffolding material <laughs> also, that is like uh, rigged with all these huge lamps and speakers and everything. So it is a trust system. I need mm-hmm. to trust that the riggers <laughs> in Teag are 
Good enough. Yeah. <laughs> All rooms are trust systems, right? <laughs> We've also got the dance mat out. Yeah. Yeah, which is light. Like yeah. light grey. It's, it's, it looks white in this black space, I would mm, say. I know, but if you yeah. put the white one down, you're like, whoa. Oh, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and the light is a little eerie now because it's just like from high up in the ceiling above all this truss. And so we're sitting here in the like uh, dimmed black box light. Uh, mm. And we are here because um, tonight is the last night of your graduation show. So, yeah, let's explain to the audience like what that is all about. It was a three-part dance performance, so like three shows in one, but with intermissions in between each one. So a three-hour evening mm-hmm. of dance. And you three are all, you're from two different shows. Mm, but you're yes. from the same dance program. So we are not having everyone from the whole performance here tonight. You, we're missing one from the first show. And then the whole second show, we're not going to talk about at all. I think because mm. we won't talk about someone's art when they didn't consent to be in the podcast. Why did you decide to do it like this? Like, Are you the whole dance program all of these performances or are you just like part of the dance program that decided to do it like this yeah our collective has five dancers and we're from the ma dance and performance program and we have one lighting designer who's it's also their ma thesis and laurie's working across all the works in different ways and then it was like one option for our artistic thesis and then Three dancers went and did a project, like a professional project, a secondment kind of thing. And then one's working with a choreography MA student for their final piece. One's like gone abroad, someone else did a solo. So it was like one option. Mm. Okay. But we wanted something that was led by the group rather than mm. bringing in outside choreographer, which mm. was new for the program. Okay, so you all just got together and said, like, Let, let's create a dance show. <laughs> well, work together. Yeah. Um, yeah, is this the lighting designer we have walking in now? Yes. Yeah. Hi. Hi. Hello. We're recording a podcast about the show. You're welcome to join if you want. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and so... How did you divide into the different performances? That happened quite like maybe after the halfway of the process. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Maybe like yeah, six weeks we went before that together, a bit like adjusting to different needs and uh, desires. At, and then one point, then it had a bit of a turning point mm. with the interest. Mm. Yeah. 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 So how long have you been working on this whole thing? Like when did you start all this in this process? September, October. Mm-hmm. Like in, on the floor in studio all together. Yeah. Right. And yeah. now we are in early February. But we were doing admin admin stuff before that. Right. It's mm-hmm. been like so much admin actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ad- admin- Administration stuff. 
What like, do you mean? With like, that? O- like organizing like outside people to hire, or like if we're going to go tour the work, like making mm-hmm. explanations of something we haven't done yet, and mm-hmm. all this kind of budgeting, budgeting, yeah. and. Oh, so that's part of it that because you decided to do it self-organized, mm. yeah. Then at the exactly. normally the university would have had producers doing all of this, or I don't know, is it for the choreographer or like not not everything what we did is for the choreographer, but mm. somehow it was quite put to us. Yeah, like yeah. the work. Mm. But that's like me. I'm also organizing my own <laughs> yeah. MFA graduation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because there was also the applying for this space, because normally yeah. it's supposed to be for like the MA dance, like this theater hall, but now because it was we differently organized, it was like we needed to apply it for, and it came as a surprise for us. Is this the biggest of all the uh, rooms or halls? Because this is not the only theater hall, there are a lot of different studios here, mm. yeah. but this is the largest one, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a performance space. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it used to be like double the size before the Kuva. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Like it, this oh, wow. used to it be like, like really, yeah. Oh, wow. really huge. Okay. But then they moved uh, the vast department also. They used to be in this Tukimo, this other building, mm. and then they moved them here. So I think they had okay. a black box up there, mm. and I think now they are having a black box there. Mm. Ah, so I think yeah. this is one of the reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it was a bit ridiculous. Ridiculously big. Yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Long <Okay>. space. <laughs> so maybe um, we can explain a bit about, like, so this is funny. Usually in this podcast, I sit in the middle of the works and talk with people about the works. But obviously, we don't do that here because, I mean, yeah, that would be very difficult. But I have recorded sound bits yesterday and I have seen your shows twice. So, and you obviously know them very well, so I think yeah. we can still explain to the audience, like, what we saw or, like, what was happening. And I will then edit in some sound bits here and there and make it a little flashy so that people wow. can immerse themselves <laughs> with them. Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> I'm looking forward to this already. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I figured when I saw it the first time that... Um, since it's not an actual like narrative theater performance with like lines and and very uh, evolving action things and it might be but it's very abstracted. Yeah, the dramaturgy is a bit mm. weird. Well, I, mean, I think that's a thing for contemporary yeah. dance. I think it's yeah. a really it's a less accessible mm. form mm. of performance for mm. me. Often nobody says anything, and <laughs> I mean, so like the the narrative is very abstracted or very mm. abstracted, and mm. yeah, so yeah, the body's so literal, and then also just so totally abstract. Yeah, so you, yeah. The, I mean, the nice thing is that the audience gets to like connect the dots themselves, right? And everyone maybe do it in different ways and like project some of their own mm. understanding onto what what is happening. Uh, but I think it can be really interesting to talk through it. and But that's also why I thought that maybe the sound is actually a super mm. crucial part of it. Mm. Um, nice. Which also I think is really clear from the two performances we're going to talk about, that you use sound very differently mm. yes. in both of them, like as an effect. Mm. Yeah. So, But maybe uh, let's start with the first one, which was 
Jackie, Sonia, and Maya, who is not here because she was under the weather. So, um, the sound designs by Laurie Callio. Yeah, mm -hmm. let's give yeah. credit mm -hmm. to Laurie. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay for him that we use yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. He said we, if he wants, we can share like a link to his um, website or something. Mm -hmm. If he yeah. has somewhere that people want to check out his music, mm -hmm. yeah. because he did a lot. He did for Made all of the performances, right? Super much. <laughs> yeah, especially at the end, Such he did great. a lot. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Big credit, shout out. Um, so the first one, you were three people making this performance together. Yes. Can you just summarize for the audience, like, what oh, is going on in this performance? <laughs> like, what is actually happening? All right. <clears throat> to summarize, that's a lot. I mean, when we walk in, it's already yeah. happening. When the yeah, audience is invited in, you're already just performing. It's happening like crazy. This is like the most crazy part of the performance is the first one. So yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were like, oh, we're not so into this like yeah. soft sensing, like really slow peaking yeah. dance, yeah. the sort of arc. We feel like we see that a lot or mm. somehow it didn't. We were like wondering like, what if we just started in the middle? Mm. People so, are coming in and it's yeah. like... Oh, da, 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 da. Yeah, and we're shaking. There are three labs, three performers. Yeah, it's very minimalistic, your set. You yeah, decided. I think we've got a lot of stuff, but we have different. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, okay, maybe, maybe for dance, it, it's not so. But I think for a performance show, or something, mm. yeah. the set is really scraped. So you come yeah. in and you all have each your like spot stage light on the floor that you're dancing in front of. Yeah. So each your little scene, and you're totally just like not noticing each other, or everything is really. <laughs> Shaking together. Yeah, what do you mean with shaking? Because like it looks like you are Rocky preparing for yeah. a, a fight or something. Yeah. Really. Yeah. It's, it's and it's, I think it's like many things, but we are speaking about it as like shakers shaking. Like crazy. Or like the title is like crazy. That's why I'm saying it. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, but I think there's many things happening in the so-called shake. Shakers as if you are like musical instruments and you're... It's, it's more like a frame for... Like a lot of it is scored loosely or through yeah. like repetitious doing and you know, like what belongs here and what doesn't belong. And so it's not so... Like Sonia's version is has like a different identity to my version of shake mm -hmm. and then depends oh, yeah. on my mood or mm. my body, like what, yeah. what I end up doing or how... So. Like, yeah. But there's like... I think for all of the parts, like a parameters... Yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's like energetic and emotional, maybe. How much do you improvise with these segments? This improvisation choreography is like, yeah, very, for me, not so clear. The, these these borders, mm. um, we have maybe like, yeah, I don't know. That's so different for different people. What these mm. words are sort of gesturing. Mm. I but I, but think I think it. that it's like also meeting the material and what is there like day to day mm. that it's different. That Sometimes I also feel that there's more choreographed things or things that I that are kind of familiar, like playing guitar, having a drum solo, or something very sensual, or then like shaking something out or bouncing towards the walls or oh, something. So that's some of the moves that you yeah, always like incorporate coming, in this segment. Exactly, what, yeah. what is coming mm, out. But then again, like, yeah, sometimes <laughs> there is much more improvised stuff, mm. which mm. is then affected about my 
feelings or emotional state of like, what do I feel too? Also let out yeah. <laughs> from today. But this whole part is like you are exhausting yourself. Like it's quite it's physically demanding, and it's for a fairly long time, considering like how aggressive the movements are. So at one point, when this very like energetic, loud music just drops, just stops completely, we get to hear it because then it's just your breathing because you keep moving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is like a really like a strong effect that we knew that you probably were panting and like struggling to breathe, but we didn't know because the music was camouflaging all of this. And then suddenly it's just you and your breathing is like creating the soundscape. Um, And then the music comes back. But then then we go into something different. I I have a hard time (laughs) in my mind. Like I tried yesterday when I saw it for the second time. I tried to like divide it into like acts or sequences and I was like I don't know which parts belong together and when it's like a new thing because then you all crawl on the floor and you're a little bit gentle maybe postures Mm. Yeah. We once wrote together. it down and we had like yeah. maybe 40 parts. Oh, wow. Yes, so I was like, like there is material. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because I thought it was maybe just like a three act oh. performance in all in total. Or I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we can yeah. make it into tiny, tiny bits yeah, or like yeah, yeah. bigger sections. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. And then the puking. Then we vom. Yeah. <laughs> then comes the vomiting and hair pulling. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, then you start fighting. So I don't like this. Through the whole performance, there's this tension going on between like, are we fighting or competing or being aggressive or are we like being really gentle and loving and noticing each other? Or yeah, I was trying to figure out what the whole thing is about. But I is it a dance competition? (laughs) (laughs) Dance battle. So I don't know who won. No, but then you sing and you talk about love and there's this <laughs> singing about love and fucking and I don't know. Mm. Um, so did you from the beginning like decide we're doing a performance about this thing or the, I don't know? Uh, <laughs> we had some comments when we started that we want to mash the walls down and we want to set the room on fire and something very sensual and joyful and about togetherness and something but it has been like gone so many paths that I think and then through also sampling these everything what is there I don't know did we start from very somewhere specific that this is how it's going to be or how would you say checking yeah well like thinking from the body or like these Mm. really corporal experiences maybe and like a bit dancerly. We're in the theatre, so to be a little bit conscious of this mm. theatrics and mm. undoing mm. and redoing. Mm. And like a lot of it was desire or what we wanted to do. Exactly. And how yeah. we could host each other's desires yeah. in this performance space. Like yeah. I wanna dance naked or like I wanna yeah. you know, have this crazy blue light. I wanna be like in immersed 
in light and or I just want to vomit or mm. who know. wanted to vomit? Mm. <laughs> Where did the vomiting oh, come from? <laughs> I don't know. A lot of it came from jokes. Oh. I was like, oh my gosh, Kasha to the costume designer. What if I had like fake eyelashes and these really good fake nails? Yeah, and like, then, let's like, go for she's it. like, I don't know what you're joking. And, yeah, yeah, the nakedness came from like we all had these costumes and I was like, I don't even want a costume, like yeah. I'll be naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think a lot of things came actually from like following desire or intuition yeah. or something like let's let's do this let's mm. and let's see where it takes yeah. and be together and how we could host of this multiplicity and then again like comment on the what is what is here in this room in theater hall which is a very like stage spectacle thingy and many 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 things in this room also what it brings yeah so it's yeah it's very interesting on the days we didn't really feel like dancing and there's a grand piano in the studio so of course you just make up a song instead. yeah and then, and then we made so, so you're, you're still rehearsing but you can be lazy oh and then yeah. we decided to incorporate the song yeah yeah, yeah yeah now we have a great song yeah right <laughs> Yeah. I definitely felt that through the performance that you had each your part that was like your solo piece within yeah. this like um, yeah group uh, hosting or capacity um, and I mean yeah we don't need to go into details about what all the parts mm-hmm. mean because I do understand that maybe there is no such particular meaning or explanation it's just funny but it's true mm-hmm. That was one of the first things I noticed when I came in. That so Sonia and Maya are wearing like costumes, and you're not. Like you're not naked yet, but you're just wearing like a t-shirt. It's and like my t-shirt as well. It's your own. Yeah, yeah. 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 It just looks like rehearsal clothes, yeah, like t-shirts and yeah. shorts. Or and then the only thing I noticed were these really long red eyelashes, and I was like, "This what Jackie? She was not comfortable in a costume or what?" <laughs> Um, and then, like, as soon as you get the chance, you take it off. <laughs> and then you are just naked. But naked, except for your red eyelashes and red sneakers. Yeah. And a cowbell. Yeah. And then you just run around the space like a naked cow or horse or something creature. And it reminded me about the sports uh, field, the track field uh, performance we did in Simpelé, where we were all wearing red. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because you also were just wearing red. <laughs> just not a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a funny segment because I couldn't really figure out if it was comedy or not. Mm. Like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm still trying to work that out. You don't know or yourself. Like, yeah, okay. it, it's nice if it's more between. Sort <laughs> it's, of, it's, like. I think it's in between in this way that yeah. the audience is awkward. With this. <laughs> yeah. actually, they don't know if they're supposed to be serious <sighs> or laugh at you. Because uh. laughing at someone who's like exposing <laughs> yeah. themselves literally yeah. is a bit like mean. Yeah. 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 But there are so many like parts where you can truly sense from the audience members that they are very like, I'm I'm so on the edge of this emotion and this sensation. And it's like how how should I react? Or, like, but also because yeah. you are swapping in between these types of mo- motions, yeah. like your yeah. your way of dancing is changing all the time. So sometimes it's super like elegant and really. I don't know, expressive and calm, and then other times you're doing this like 
want to be river dancing <laughs> or like a horse or something. And then, I don't know, it's very funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, sometimes you don't know what you're doing and then you're doing it. Or, or this is nice mm. space to work. If I knew what I was doing and then I was doing that for the audience, maybe I wouldn't be interested. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Has it been... How has it been to be naked every night in this room full of people? Like, yeah, I don't know. For me, like, it's not so big deal to be naked. But does it get easier or harder after like a number of nights that every day you have to do it? I mean, oh, I said I, I thought it's like don't. Yesterday I farted naked, and I was like, this is this is like the best moment. <laughs> yeah, you asked me after. Did you hear that I farted? Honestly, I did not, but I might have it on recording. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I find it more interesting how it's like hard for maybe the audience that I'm naked, or like mm. people think it's like impressive that I'm naked, or like have a relation to nudity that I don't, that mm. my body can host for them. Mm. Like, yeah. I don't like so much clothes actually, Some, especially tight clothes. <laughs> I remember performing dances in these really tight leotards or like with things pressing and hard shoes mm. and that's really horrible yeah mm. <laughs> it's comfortable somehow mm. yeah. and um, it contrasts quite a lot with your solo mm. segment somehow mm. so yeah I think let's not talk about Maya's hard mm. because she's not here but um, yeah so you are wearing quite a large costume somehow, yes. yes. And your dance is very quiet and much more like no one would laugh at this part. I think. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. It's very dense and like kind of like. I felt like it was very cinematic yeah. somehow. Cinematic. Yeah, I don't know. I felt like it could have been a part of a film. Or mm -hmm. Yeah. about your costumes much or we've talked about your lack of costume but um, what are the costumes you are wearing throughout the show are they made for this performance or did you find them in the costume department yes these ones are like made totally like everything for this very specific piece and I'm, I'm wearing like a mesh uh, long sleeved shirt mm -hmm. uh, then shorts then uh, pants uh, then, <laughs> then there's like leaky kind of like dress thingy which is how would you describe this like Medusa, like octopus yeah like with, octopus. with fringes or yeah, fringes this kind of thing and then like huge tailored suit jacket yeah and these are all like <laughs> all of uh, pictures and actually live writings about stuff and yeah what are the pictures Pictures are from our rehearsal, actually, from the beginning of the... It's a meet outfit. Yeah, Kasha yeah. took some pictures and then, yeah, she put them... I was the... wondering about it because, like, the second performance that we're not going to talk about, he is 
wearing a suit with pictures of himself on, I realized yeah. <laughs> that it's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking yours yeah. was the same style, so I was like, I wonder yeah, if Sonia is also wearing pictures of herself. There is, there is actually. <laughs> But for me, there's more, uh, more like, or there's Jackie and also Maya, and maybe, maybe more like memories or like moments of Mm. when we were together and moments of text or thinking so you're, you're like, like literally embodying the process yeah mm. so yeah. it's like there but then it's also like intertwined with the solo that I'm visiting memories and kind of moments of yeah, yeah so is it the same outfit that you're wearing in the first part that you are just putting more layers on or do you change completely yeah I'm, I'm taking off and then putting more on and taking off <laughs> Okay, but all the costumes are, you are wearing are in the same style, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah. Light purple. Light style. purple, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, but mm. we are like bathed in this uh, blue purple UV style black light almost yeah. when you are dancing. So yeah. no one can see what color your clothes true, is. True, true. It's very like oceanic light. Everything is this color. And my nails, they blew up like, because apparently this is like you. The black light reactive neon uh, nail polish that I'm wearing. I knew it was Hello. called neon, but I didn't know that it would be black light reactive. But it was, and it, and these lamps, like um, the the stage lamps, they when they hit a certain purple blue frequency, it mimics black light. So mm. yeah, I realized that yesterday. Like, wow, wow. that was cool. <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. So did you design the costumes or did the costume designer suggest them or how was this process? How did it go again? It was like, again, like after Desire and what would you... We went to the wardrobe all together. it was our first day. Yeah, true. With Kasha. Yeah, Yeah, with the costume designer. Yeah. Yeah, we took like our... Was it three or two favorite pieces that just like... uh, or what is it? Or like you were drawn to. Yeah, drawn to. Yeah, drawn to. Pieces from your own wardrobe or what you had found in the costume department? Yeah, costume here. department. Yeah, costume. Yeah. And yeah. then we put them on and Kasia was taking pictures and then kind of like, or we had a couple sessions when we were dancing with the things and swapping. And then she just like started to gather stuff like, okay, this could be Jackie's or this could be Sonia's and... Mm. Then they started to build up, and then we had conversations about them. And mm. yeah, I mean, we have yeah. we have not explained about your performance yet, but maybe you can explain what you are wearing in it because yeah. you are just wearing one costume the whole time. Yeah, well, I have this. Uh, it has multiple things in it. <laughs> <laughs> this it's kind of my alter ego outfit. Oh wow! <laughs> these cargo pants, like what are these forest cargo mm. pants? Mm. Yeah. Quite stylish. Uh, they have three pants inside one pants. Like there's three pants. Three it. pairs of pants sewn together. Yes, and I think there's maybe four jackets sewn <laughs> into like this puffy vest. It's huge puffy vest. Like that was the things I chose, like cargo pants and a puffy vest mm-hmm. the first day. And yeah, this you is wearing outdoor clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This outdoorsy nature vibe. Yeah, something like practical. Use <laughs> and then this basic top underneath, like multiple pockets. <laughs> so yeah, so Jackie is naked and you are wearing like outdoor yeah. forest clothes. Yeah, I get a jumper at one point. Oh, you have a huge mm. jumper. Yeah, my jumper mm. is jumper. made from all the bits of costumes they're throwing out 
from the costume department. Oh, all the so scraps. Yeah, I wanted like all recycled or mm. like I didn't want new stuff. Yeah, it's like sewn yeah. or knitted or like yeah. it has all these like um, patches and fringes, of just lots of colors like light yeah. blue and pink and black and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, how did you all feel? Did you were the costumes inspired by the movements and the plans for the? performance or did the costumes inform and inspire like how you then acted in them mm. I mean there might not be one direction I realize mm. but maybe for some of you it has been very clear what in which order it happened I'm not sure I did not know where my uh, dance was going to be, uh, go mm. before I had the costume <laughs> or I had the costume before kind of <laughs> But somehow the costume was already pulling me towards, so mm. I kind of trusted that it will mm. come together mm. after all. Did your alter ego already exist before it got its its suit, or like did it mm. evolve with the costume? I think it was already there, then the costume st- somehow started to fill the, <laughs> the ego, and then it like came together with the material. Yeah. It's quite this like self... Uh, self-soothing <laughs> process, I think. So it was the first time you embodied this alter ego? Mm, in this way, maybe. Mm. Yeah, Do you think it will ways. persist and keep on popping up, or was this a one-time performance? I think it will stay mm. in some ways mm. quite a lot. Yeah, That's nice. I feel like I, I'm not so... I will not get rid of it so easily. <laughs> All of my alter egos only insist, exist on film or like in oh. video pieces. Mm. Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I have not yet brought any of them out of the screen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> They appear before camera. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, and you just wanted to be naked, and then you decided that you were too naked, so you put on a cowbell or. You wanted to be an animal before you. No, we were thinking like something about the soundscape, or yeah. like the the sound of the running was really nice, like just this rhythm, and yeah. so how to sort of like cap, like build off that rhythm of running, and then Laurie had this bell, so like a Norwegian cowbell, <laughs> and then that like, uh, well, it rings really erratically somehow. Yeah. And then the triangles. Well, it was sort of an extension from my solo work that I'd done before. I was wearing like a flesh-coloured leotard, mm. oh. full length, and there was triangles, and mm. yeah. So yeah. this sort of like ritual thing, and so then, yeah, it's like, what if you took that like as far as it would go, and opened it up more into some other space? Oh yeah, because, because I think we just keep working on the same work, mm. or well, I do anyway. Mm. <laughs> yeah, the same dance, or we all talked about yeah this. that we yeah. would like that sustainability of or kind of. Mm. Uh, visiting also like what have you done before and taking those works also you know just like producing like new stuff like every time but like also taking we had also practice with you Jackie and yeah. also some of our colleague called like cow calling yes which which also like then comes to this and I see so many materials that we have already like worked in our like experiential archives um which we have then taken into this one, which I highly appreciate, mm-hmm. that it's kind of taking all of these and continuing instead of abandoning stuff. Yeah, and becoming they from a culture. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess it's also like 
So when you work with something and you have specific like tools or skills that you can like um, work with wood or with video or something, yeah. of course you you change you can change what you are working on quite a lot. But it's not like you are like oh I'm never gonna use that skill again. Like mm. you keep yeah. on working with what you know and what you can do with your hands or your brain. Mm. Or, but then when all your when your whole toolkit is like your body mm. and your mm. movements are like your skills. Obviously, it's like hard to abandon because the material and the tools blend or like they become the same. Uh, so yeah, when all your like work knowledge is like embodied mm. in your actual expression mm. exactly yeah that's nice but then it's also cool that you are from different countries and you can like merge with maybe different dance cultures or histories I mean so Maya who is not here is also not from Finland and you're from Australia and so um I don't know, is contemporary dance the same in all countries or have you studied very differently before, all of you? Mm. Yes and no, mm. maybe. Yes and no, no. and then yeah. finding funny connections. Sorry. <coughs> like, uh, I studied also in Stockholm and then we have with Jackie some, like, connections from Australia, like, or, like, people who have, yeah, like, like, come Becky from Australia the, yeah. to... Stockholm, and then kind of I found some similar vibes that then Jackie recognizes oh. from my kind of dancing history that mm. Jackie has, and then yeah, yeah. it's it's interesting. You so think like, it moved through these people? Yeah, yeah it's through bodies. Oh, it's yeah. like this corporate thing, yeah. and then if the bodies are moving, there's the exchange. And yeah. mm-hmm. The thinking hosts the bo- the bodies host the thinking, and, the and it rubs off. And then they yeah, go and they dance with someone somewhere, and like yeah. some of their like body thinking is then like merging. With the, no, wow, that's so interesting. <laughs> that's how it is. Yeah. <laughs> Teaching, yeah. Yeah. It's like mm, a bit also, almost like slippery identities, or mm. we have these like places we're from or people we are, but then we keep through relationships and mm. meeting and experience keep some, somehow assembling mm. each other and ourselves. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Do you feel more like compelled to travel more and work in many places because of this like understanding? Or is that not so clear? Hmm. What do you mean? I mean, if I knew that like anybody's dance knowledge and history would like merge with my own anywhere mm-hmm. like I went to dance with them, I think I would want to dance on all the continents <laughs> in the world, you know? Like yeah. It's something about relationships, though. Like, you have to spend time in a place and with people for, to have this effect and, like, what, what dances are accessible to you and whose dances you share. Mm, yeah. sure. This is, like, because it is this cultural knowledge. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's not, like, just, like, me, then, then you mm. somehow... No, it's that I... Every single transfer. Yeah, it's quite, like, every day. Yeah, being mm. together and then the, like also the other stuff that surrounds mm. the dancing. But I recognize it. When I am at a nightclub and dancing, I like to position myself next to the people that I think dance cool. <laughs> because it's more inspiring for me. And also yeah. I like to try and mimic other people's dance moves because, yeah, I don't know, that's interesting. Ooh, 
they are doing this cool move. I will see if I can also do that. And then I get inspired. And also then I feel like I should do my best as well because I'm standing next to the cool kids now on the floor. Um, and sometimes I have recognized through the years that I totally embody people I know and their ways of dancing. So when I, I will be on the dance floor and I'm like, oh, I am this friend of mine in my brain mm. now. And I'm like embodying their way of, yeah. of moving. Yeah. yeah. I think that's nice because then it's also like they're kind of there dancing with me. Mm. Um, so maybe Edith, let's talk a bit about your performance. I mean, we did not explain the whole one from before, but it's quite long, so yeah, we can come back to it. Yeah. But, but let's see, your performance was very different because in mm. a way, actually, there was not any dancing. Yeah. At all. <laughs> in your dance performance. Yeah. What's that all about? Can you graduate from as a dancer without <laughs> dancing? I've been struggling with this a lot. Okay. <laughs> I or I deal with this every single solo I've done in Teak uh, has not involved any dancing in it. How long have you studied here? Uh five years. <laughs> without dancing? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is interesting. <laughs> like somehow when I start to make a solo or or my this kind of my own practice, mm. I'm not so like pulled towards dancing, or it feels really like multi. Uh, what would be the word? Like so many questions around dancing. Mm. But it's not that I don't like to dance. I really love to dance, yeah, and it's yeah. like moving. It's really like with different people. It's really. Like, inspires me but somehow alone it feels hard to go into that <laughs> or there's many other interests somehow pushing yeah yeah because you're if i had just seen your performance without knowing it was part of a dance program i would have just said yeah i saw this performance artist do a performance mm. i would have not considered that it was a dance mm. thing which also we don't need to have all these distinctions necessarily Uh, but it's interesting. Do you feel like you sh you would have liked to study performance art in this way, like detached from the whole dancing, mm -hmm. or is it okay for you to just like uh, consider dancing as a very still thing? Mm, well, I still feel like I'm dancing a lot. Okay. I'm doing a lot of bodily uh, tasks while doing, or just like uh, quite somatic based. Performing. <laughs> what do you, what does that mean for the um, audience who don't understand? And for me? Yeah, like sensing all the right micro details of your body. Yeah. And balancing, okay. uh, like feeling from your soul of the feet, like every relationship that's happening in your body, and being really conscious about the where is your body going next and the positioning of it or is this a sensations. Common? Dance exercise or uh, quite yeah yeah, and so when the audience is looking at this, what do they see? They see really slow movement, um, maybe quite sensual or like sensing, being really open if there's something happens that there is a, a reaction from something, but nothing nothing really that's happening in the space gets unnoticed no also you have quite like natural light in your show well I mean as natural as it comes in this black box with <laughs> mm. with all these lamps but it's like natural white and it's the same light setting the whole time the audience is quite visible mm -hmm. so I really 
recognize that between the two performances we are discussing. Um, you are working a lot with the light in the first one, like using the light as props and as like, and you just have this, the, the audience is almost part of the scene or the stage with you because mm. we are also very well lit and... Um, you have the lighting designer on stage with you. Mm. This yes. is maybe important. Yeah. Like, the bo- gets, like the corporality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The light body is there. Yeah, and you mm. also, you don't use the sound designer in your performance at all. Yeah, actually I did. <laughs> he made the tapes? Yeah, yeah, the tapes are done by the uh, sound designer. summarize so the audience so what is happening in your performance <laughs> I, I have a hard time saying it because I saw the premiere and then I saw the second to last show yesterday mm-hmm. and I felt like I saw two different performances from you yeah. they were completely different <laughs> I mean the first one I could see you had changed some things and we mm-hmm. will maybe touch back on that but yours was completely new show mm-hmm. you even placed all this the set and the props differently and you used them differently and Did you change it every night, or is it just that I saw it like in each end of the mm. row? Well, every single one has been different, or there's not nothing like uh, repeating itself. Wow! So it's always uh, like getting to a new <laughs> start. So do you improvise every day? Yeah, all the time. And why did you choose this? Is it because you get bored to do the same thing, or is it because that's just how you like to approach the stage? Um. I think it's, I have problems with deciding what I do, (laughs) so it gives me time to think what will I do, but also I really love the feeling of not knowing where it will go and then it will find its way Mm. and I will find the right place in right time for each decision. Did you have one show so far that was the best in your opinion, like which one has been the best for you? Uh, I think it would be either the premiere or yesterday. Oh wow! So I saw the two premieres. How lucky am I? Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. But I don't know if it's for the uh, viewer or is it just my inside flow energy kind of. A, but there's some something happening in the reaction also with the audience. Yeah, you interacted quite a lot yesterday with the audience like at one point you literally went and you like sang to this guy's feet Ah, 
which was funny. Uh, yeah. Yeah, your show is definitely more of a comedy, right? Mm-hmm. In some way. Or the audience feels more comfortable laughing at it, I would think. Yeah, there's, there have been also different shows. Okay, yeah. There has been really serious shows and then... Uh, I think my use of uh, language keeps it... Uh, or when I start to sing these little poems that I've been writing, then then people somehow connect that this is absurd or like <laughs> like then they get like okay now I can laugh or it gives a permission yeah I think in the first show I saw you didn't speak at all mm. and then yesterday when you started speaking and singing I was quite surprised because somehow it broke out of the character for me a little bit that mm. like oh it has a voice like yeah I mean it not in a bad way but I was surprised because somehow this like alter ego you embodied for me it was a silent character mm. from the first show mm. but yeah you pull out these like pieces of paper mm. and what so you wrote those I was wondering if they were from the idea box or <laughs> oh, yeah, <no. laughs> yeah well maybe I should like uh, like uh, ground the thing that it's everything is somehow found Yeah, you thing. have a lot of materials on the stage. Yeah. What There's is it? You describe yourself as something in the catalog, like... Um, material collector. <laughs> yeah, I was like, when I read that, I was like, oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, it has started from... First, I started uh, from videographing materials outside okay. the uh, neighborhoods. <laughs> And then I started to collect them. Uh, from the same area. Yeah, yeah, kind of like nearby. So you have a lot of rocks and sticks and... Yeah, there's this log I found from the sea. <laughs> Then there's this <laughs> stick. I don't even... Where did I found this? Oh, it was also from the beach. Okay. Yeah, the stick. Nice stick. It's a nice mm. stick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then there is two rocks that are found from the locker rooms at there. <laughs> these big heavy rocks? Yeah, yeah heavy rocks. <laughs> and then That's this... <laughs> yesterday I had this new square rock. It was from the toilet mm. back there. It was you. So yeah. you found all these massive rocks inside? Like, it's not small <laughs> stones that yeah, we're talking it's about. Like, it's like quite like boulder style. <laughs> like, they're heavy, right? Yeah, they're yeah. maybe six rocks. There's also two also. fake rocks. Yeah, yeah, that was funny yesterday when you lifted <laughs> all these heavy rocks one at a time, super slow, and put them down at the sound of them. Like, because you have no, like, it's very quiet. And then, mm. like, like, putting these, like, heavy rocks on the floor... And then in the end, you just take this last one and you just lift it in one hand. <laughs> the audience like that a lot. Yeah, they like that. Uh, getting misled by the rocks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Then I have this, uh, what is it called, where you hang your clothes? Like in? a clothes rack. Clothes oh. rack, yeah, yeah. I found it like in front of this theater hall the first day I got in. I was like, this I will take. <laughs> yeah, in the first performance, that was the only piece of like um, prop that you kind of interacted with a lot mm. as far as I remember okay yeah yeah. I don't anymore remember quite easily no I understand they must I... all like yeah. blend together for all of you I could yeah. imagine is there still some yeah there... and then I have always before there's this practice where I uh, before coming to the stage I write 
on a paper, like what is on my mind. Oh, like, so it's the new poem every day. Yeah, kind of. And then I put it into a pocket and then they kind of like level up. There's now quite many. Oh, so you so you are surprised about which one comes out because you yeah. look surprised when you pick yeah. it out of the pocket, like you didn't know it was there. <laughs> yeah, then I make a decision if I want to read this or, or go to the next one or mm. how I want to uh, interact with the, uh, the poem. But it's normally something that I want to somehow tell about my feeling or then my thinking mm. before that. And um, you have these big rolls of like crumbled paper or like cur cur like. Mm. Um, and the first time I saw your show, they were just they were lying as rolls, like locks, paper locks, almost on the floor. But yesterday they were rolled out and they created this like almost like the dance mat we are looking at now, but different because mm. it's like. It's curly paper and you used it a lot for creating a soundscape mm. when walking on it and like touching it. So is that different every day or did you make a decision that it's nicer that it's mm. on the floor like spread out? Well it was quite in the beginning of the process I was thinking or I quite easily go to this visual idea of a performance that I see the space before I know what I'm doing in it. Okay. So I saw this white ceiling and that's the fabric and the lighting coming from up and then this lightness like holding it somehow this like mm -hmm. <laughs> double-sided lightness yeah containing my performance in it and then I found these papers in front of the theater hall <laughs> in the first day also <laughs> and I just carried I was like I'm gonna have these <laughs> yeah <laughs> like this like something comes in my way and I'm like this is it and then I like keep it do you place all the props around the floor in the same way every day? Do they have a specific mm, They place? have an order okay. that I have decided, but then I can also switch it. Mm -hmm. And then I sometimes think that, okay, today it begins from not having them open, or mm -hmm. one day they were in a cross formulation. or But that's what you saw yesterday. That was kind of the original <laughs> way of them being. So you, yeah, it's a lot about interacting with these materials that you have found. Yeah, that's quite the core. Mm. <laughs> and then you have some sound and some video, but in this very funny underplayed way <laughs> that um, your sound design is coming from a little boombox. Yes. Like a tiny little round boombox almost. And you play it on cassette tapes. Mm. So that was wonderful, I think. <laughs> I will add some sound of it here. It's this very beachy surfing something. Uh, no, that was actually, oh, I need to make uh, research, but uh, the first uh, song that's playing, it's uh, Gutierrez Fernandos. Mm, Hermanos. Hermanos. Gutierrez. Yeah. Gutierrez, yes. Um, like, is it Spanish? I need to make uh, more research about this, but it's an album of guitar playing. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's really like... Origi original version. Okay. And then, then there are these really uh, weird recordings, <laughs> like sound of leaves walking and then some flute 
making some weird noises and well, yeah, we saw. But like, the sound designer, yeah, like, sound designer made them. made them for you. Mm. Yeah, in the quite last minute because we wanted to see what really like he saw quite many run-throughs before he got like okay, what am I really doing and what mm. like not be too over over the top. How was it for the other performance? Like, um, what was the collaboration with the sound designer? Was it also last minute, or did you know what you wanted from the beginning? In the beginning, well, Laurie is like, <laughs> plays like guitar. That's like mm. his main instrument. True. And at one point, we were all practicing with electric guitar yeah. in unison, so it really changed yeah. what we were doing. We started recording stuff when we thought we wanted it. I didn't know. Yeah, it came from the doing or in the interaction with the materials, what we were doing, or from the dancing. Uh, to the shake, to the beginning, there is like uh, a lot of drums and like, like a soundscape. But where did that... It was just playing off this yeah. like electric drum. came from uh, rehearsals. And yeah. yeah, I think those came along the way. Mm. And oh, we were that, interacting yeah. and going with the materials. Yeah. Some things came quite late. We didn't yeah, quite true. know what sound to put for ages. True. Like mm. my solo was really late. Yeah, also my solo. And yours. Yeah. But then we also were not, we were never doing the solo part somehow in rehearsals for so yeah. long. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're like, yeah, we ended up doing these group bits more. Yeah. Which we ended up a lot of it not using. But mm. the song we wrote, I think me and Sonia made. This. Yeah, yeah, one it was day, one morning. Away yeah. and They're like Sappho's, like fragments of Sappho's poetry mm. yeah. that I've, we've like rearranged. That's a translation. what it is. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. For those who don't know, Sappho is like the OG lesbian from uh, ancient Greece. From ancient Greece. <laughs> and uh, like she was, yeah, the first recorded lesbian in history, but she was also like a really large, like a, a, a successful poet and like mm. thinker and playing. She built her own version of a lyre, and apparently she yeah. invented the pick, like a guitar yeah, pick. Yeah. The first version of this supper was like, yeah, groundbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So okay, because I was wondering where the lyrics came yeah. from. Yeah. Some say the finest things on this bucket are an army of horsemen. Some say foot soldiers, and some. They say ships. I say it is what one knows. It's as if it was clear to everyone. Dear Al. It's like some, like some say the finest things on Black Earth is an army of horsemen. <laughs> it's some, like yeah. some say foot soldiers. soldiers some, some say ships. Yeah. It's like kind of lyrics that are then so dislocated from our temporality but then the sentiment somehow and so then it's mixed with you saying there's like poems to someone named Al oh yeah then we like one time we did this scene with the lamps and I was watching Maya and Sonia and then mm. they had the lamps and I was like just read a love letter now yeah <laughs> like just, yeah. like we just kept asking of each other like tasks sometimes mm. you know? most of this Maya just like made up on the spot Yeah, Dear Ben, it was. So you all yeah. say out loud like a love letter in each your native or like mother tongue? Yes, to the audience members. Yeah. yeah, funny because like Vias and your son, they are so like. Mulis went so that so cool. The boys of one, I still assume you could see. 
maata sun vieressä. Iho ihovasta. Haluaisin vaan olla alasti sun kanssasi. Kuunnella sun sydämen sykettä ja maistaa sua. <laughs> profound and gentle and sexual. Yeah. And then yeah. Australian. <laughs> Dear Al, I can't stop thinking about you. When I saw your shoulders on Friday, I went crazy. <laughs> I wish you'd have kissed me then. <laughs> But you just hugged me. How could you? I would have kissed you like crazy. Oh, Al. Oh, Al. <laughs> yeah. You can, you can stop that. thinking about yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, but I, to go back to the song, I so enjoyed the morning. You were sitting on the piano seat and then you just said, Hey, Sonia, I have some like, uh, let's, let's make a song. And then you gave me some chords and I was like, yeah, let's improvise a song. And then you were reading Sappho and then we started to sing and we made a song. And then now it's, yeah. Sound <laughs> didn't really write the song, like didn't yeah. touch much what we did. Yeah. Sort of like brought it up an octave right. and yeah. put some like, recorded your voices and stuff. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, recorded yeah, it and mm-hmm. added some like indie hit la 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 ring. But that's yeah. funny. Yeah. And then the end bit we made up in the studio. We were pretending sure. to be like Backstreet Boys. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> But you changed that because in the first performance I saw you had this super choreographed dance for the end <laughs> song, and then um, in the performance yesterday mm. you instead took off the dance mat, which was wonderful because the sound of yeah. you pulling the gaffer tape off the floor was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, when is the dancing? Mm. <laughs> But we did it a bit. There is still some of the. Uh, Unison material, but then we decided to unravel the space and yeah. Yeah, come together. far into the row of performances did you decide to change this part or many of the parts was it after the first one you decided to okay let's change these bits or did it come like gradually we sort of didn't get our work made in time i would say <laughs> like we were sort yeah, of a premiere we had we didn't even really do our general because we had sound like technical issues and general yeah. rehearsal being the last, the last rehearsal <laughs> be, without audience yes. or with only like teachers present mm. or something yeah But then again, I think it's so nice that we're just like, like every, um, after every show, we are just like continuing the work and discussing mm-hmm. like, hey, but what, what about this one? Or continuing the crafting or staying with the material and not just like... Oh, so you had like feedback sessions in between all the shows where you decided to change things or... 
Yeah, like often what would happen is like, <laughs> we'd come in at four o'clock, we've got a show at six, and then Sonia's warming up. And I'm like, well, I have this idea for the end bit. And Sonia's like, oh, okay. I kind of need to warm up. And then oh, <laughs> Sonia's okay. warm at like five. And then I'm like, sorry, what if we pulled out the dance map? Like, oh, okay, then you have an hour yeah. to change everything. And, and the lighting designer's like, no more changes. I'm really <laughs> Sonia's like, no, mine's like, yes. And I'm like, oh, just it's the work, what the work yeah. needs. And then, no, oh, I yes. appreciate it so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have to say, I have been the video technician designer for a TIAC degree show where they wanted to keep changing the thing because that's what the actual process needs. <laughs> and in the end, I was just like... I cut up this super expensive fabric the other day because you told me it was important for the <laughs> performance. They need yeah, to be able to walk there. through it. Mm-hmm. And now you're telling me that they don't walk through it after all. And now I have to stay the whole night and sew it back together. <laughs> yeah, of course, there's things you have to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because uh, like the lights are pre-programmed. Yeah. Like he programs things. So when you change them, he has to pre- like reprogram mm-hmm. on the fly. No, actually, actually we, we only change that. There will come the general light in mm. the end. So there's not like huge major shifts or okay. such. But. <laughs> and you had the light designer do nothing on the lights the whole show. So how did it come about that he became a performer with you? Yeah. Was it just to put him to work, he's anyway here. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were talking about, uh, discussing about the role of designer, light mm-hmm. designer in it. And because it was really set, the light. And it doesn't change, right? No, it does yeah. not change at all. So we were like, okay, you're gonna, like, or we were also speaking about the video pro, 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 projection, projection yeah. as, as light mm-hmm. design, even though they are my videos, but. And it's very small, like we yeah, said projection, really but honestly, it looks like a flat screen TV on the end of the far wall. Yeah. It was so small that the first day I couldn't really see what was happening there. Yeah. Yeah, but this is like, kind of like the, uh, his role of uh, designing it is to choose the uh, timings and what to put on. And oh, really? Like he decides how, that? Yeah. Like, or being in charge of this kind of uh, location in the dramaturgy of the thing. Yeah, because he goes at one point and puts on this video, mm. like, and it's really unannounced. It just happens while you are yeah. standing in the middle of the room. and Yeah, and he's also, like, supporting my piece. He's always looking at the whole... Or I think it's not me that he's looking. He's looking at this whole constellation of, mm. uh, like, the atmosphere building. So I feel like it's a duet that we are kind of building. Mm. Yeah, because he's also sitting on the stage and like observing you. Yeah. And does he also decide when to put on music or not with the tapes? Mm. Yeah, I have been quite often doing but that uh, putting the music. But yesterday I said that you need to take today (laughs) charge with the music. And yeah, we kind of like read the situation happening and then someone makes a decision and then it goes into that way and he's also in charge of the clock what is with the clock (laughs) can you explain what's happening with that but I do not understand Um, because there's not really a a beginning or ending in this um, Mm. piece it is 
it keeps always changing and it doesn't well it has got some like things what happens always in the beginning of, and in the end but it's not very linear you are somehow no. just existing in the same space <laughs> with the same people and the same crops yeah and then... yeah exactly yeah and so we were like okay we need to find a way how to we like construct the time or like Like how do, how do I know when to like kind of stop it? Mm. Ah, okay, so it's a cue for you. Yeah, it's like we are like okay, we put the clock on, we mm. exist in this space for 30 minutes, okay. and then we take the clock uh, like the battery out. Like it's really mm. like being really. <laughs> well, I did see it as a ritual thing that yeah. it starts and stops time, but then I couldn't see if the clock was like set to the right time or mm. because you. Things are very far away. Like yeah. if we talk about how long this room is before, so the clock is in one end wall, and this video is on the other end wall, and so the audience is somewhere in between and mm. can't really see either one very clearly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, I put the clock on the first time I did it, like kind of the run through. So it was in 12 when I started, and now it's yeah, around the six hours. Ah, so it has naturally just moved. Yeah, Nobody sets the yeah, time. Yeah, it's kind of like the. Uh, long of this whole performance I think the whole performance time is it will come as it it accumulates yeah so oh, I feel like I've been, yeah I feel mm. like I've been living this place now for six mm. hours wow that's really cool like the yeah wow yeah okay so that's nice to have a little bit of background info and the videos change you say Yeah, yeah I don't know what Lauri decides for every day or this is like where where is he gonna go Uh, there are different kind of places. There's things from outside, kind of this view of a mountain. Yeah, it's that this pile yesterday. of coal that pile is on coal. the other like side of the. There's water right here next yeah. to school, and then across the water is this like coal mining dock place. So there's a mountain of coal, and when it's snowing a lot this time of year, it becomes this wide snowy mountain yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i think the video it's even though it's like so far away and not so it doesn't take up much space it does inform what is happening so when the first performance i saw you did like you were not dancing and i noticed that but then uh there was someone dancing in the first video and i was mm. like oh there is the dancer mm. <laughs> and then yesterday the papers were spread on the the floor so you were you were lying on them like with this music you were even opening the jacket like it was sunny and then there was this like filming this like snowy outdoor with the water and the buoyancy thing and so it was like oh you were having like an arctic beach time <laughs> right now it's really you were relaxing on the frozen beach that's nice <laughs> yeah it's quite open for these poetic connections I think yeah but isn't that also a whole thing about like contemporary performance yeah. and dances that it's it's abstracted enough yeah. Yeah. yeah it really offers this space or the whole I think the whole evening three shows mm. offer this like kind of let your brain do whatever your brain's going to do so, and, and like it's a space where things can come up for mm. the viewer and like you're really co-authoring the experience yeah yeah, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about like the decision to have three performances back to back for a three-hour evening program. It's quite long. Mm. Yeah, it's a trilogy. Yeah, how has yeah. that been for you to like to decide that and then to see it play out? Like, mm. did it work as you hoped, or why did you decide to do it this way? 
think it was really practicalities oh, or okay. like it ended up going to these di three different directions and then we were like okay we need to somehow host everyone's mm. like in the same space during the same week <laughs> yes collective as we started mm. yeah host an evening of these worlds yeah and then starting to build that what could be from also from the practicalities what could be possible and mm. yeah it ended up to be uh, quite long mm. and it's full of full of things yeah emotions sensations like experiences like it's i've heard it's a lot <laughs> but also like yeah this is hi <laughs> um so it is just your performance is the last one of mm. all of them did the audience stay for it or were you losing audience because it got late or i think some people left yeah yeah or i feel like uh maybe i don't know how many but some people leave yeah i think like my examiner came just for my what like this like some people would come just for one show yeah. Yeah. so like yeah, they could just happened. because they're like oh, i can't do three hours mm. they'll come for like one hour or they'll come halfway and just see like yeah one bit of the show yeah yesterday so all, i also didn't yeah. see the middle performance because yeah. i was here to record sound and to see the second round of mm. yours just yeah. because we're going to mm. talk So if he had wanted to be on the podcast, I would have seen this twice as well. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, this long. I mean, I think performance demands like a really different thing in this attention economy or the way that we're used to receiving and controlling input somehow. Mm. That can be like really great and also really horrible. <laughs> and you're in this seat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's this fluctuation yeah. in between allowing your brain to float and be just like inspired unconsciously from being in a, in a performance mm. space and being relaxed with it and then actually spending a lot of your capacity with trying to decode what is happening or mm. being yeah. attentive to tiny details or taking in a lot in one time or I don't know mm. also like mm. the dynamics of I thought about it the first the, at the premiere so your the very first thing is this loud music and stuff And the second, you have a lot of dynamic. Like yesterday, mm. I had to turn the mic up and down, up and down for your <laughs> performance. Um, and then the second performance is quite like having a lot of energized music and mm. stuff as well. And then we end with you, Edith, that is just so still and quiet somehow and using the soundscape in a really different, calm way. So it's also like this up and down energy thing for the audience is also a bodily journey somehow. Mm. I think maybe that's why I think that dancing is a little bit difficult as an audience because uh, you have to be so passive while looking at people moving. Mm. And that is just somehow very weird for me. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel strange sitting still and looking at mm. someone moving to the beat. Mm. So I want to move also. I yeah. think dancing would be easier for me if I could stand up and I was allowed to also dance mm. as, as an audience. Yeah, but then you see these performances, they propose this and it hardly ever works. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, it'd be cool if the audience was embodied and everyone's just awkward, like, what do we do? <laughs> like, is it cool to join? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So that's okay. something to really, hmm. yeah. <laughs> It's a pitfall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you can try it for sure. <laughs> I think I'm always just yeah. ending up dancing on the chair quite yeah, a lot and nice. like ah, moving with the beat and then I 
spot like one or two other people in the audience who also can't keep still. They're like, yeah. I really like these audience members. Yeah. Yeah. Like they respond, like very visibly responsive. Yeah. yeah. Like you fall and they are like going. <laughs> Same way with me. Let's go. But I mean, you also uh, all worked with the silence a lot in the space, right? So, I mean, one thing we forgot to describe to the audience is when we described the room, on this black painted floor we're sitting on. It's a wooden floor, but it's black painted, but it's full of scratches, like... Um, <laughs> from, from me and Jackie. <laughs> like a wild animal. Is it all from your performance? And no. These ones are. From yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. we're sitting on this, like, carpet of sneaker scratches. Yes. It looks amazing. I mean, it no, but it's the evidence of all this movement and energy mm. in this room. And also, I have the sound of all these sneaker slides mm-hmm. and stuff. So that's um, just like you are using the paper, crumply sound really quietly. You guys are also using that we can really hear your movements, mm-hmm. which the audience also accidentally do in their own way. Like when I was recording sound yesterday in the first part, I was sitting next to this guy who just kept fiddling with his windbreaker and I don't know, it was making a lot of noise. And you can't really tell someone like, stop touching your jacket. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's all the, I really hope I have like, it doesn't disturb all the sound recordings. Once me and Maya made a performance with these windbreaker jackets mm. and the sound was like all from rubbing. this rubbing. Or like, yeah. yeah. It's quite, quite strong. Yeah, exactly. We have Yeah. I don't know the length. Maybe we do something different for the tour. Maybe not. Mm. Oh yeah, you're yeah, going on tour with see. this thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that is interesting. interesting. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Where are you going? Corfu. Okay, so a like Finland tour. Yeah, Tallinn. Tallinn. Okay. Maybe Vilnius. Yes. Cool. Let's see. And did you organize that yourselves, or how did that come about? Is it normal that people take their degree shows on tour? Well, there has been this uh, Tadak previously, uh, like a theater ac- academy dance company. Company is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it has had normally like a choreographer, and it's been like wanted, like shown all around, kind mm-hmm. of. Touring. Yeah, touring. Yeah. So it's quite like maybe traditional for the Tadak. And that is what you are also? No, you are the Tadak. Yeah, ta- we hijacked that. Yeah. We became Tadak Collective, yeah. Yeah, but it's coming from the institution. Mm. The okay, touring funny. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I think in Estonia, in Lithuania, it's connected to other universities. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So it's like shit. It's not like... Uh, it's connected to their festivals or like other students sharing work. I mean, it's the same thing of this body knowledge, like, mm. you know, these performances, it's nice if they can move. And Educational exchange. Yeah, the thinking. Mm. So, who, are you paid to go on tour, or how is it funded? No. Mm. No. We don't pay and we're not paid. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So it's just an extension. It's like more studies, basically. Yeah. Mm. So it was voluntary, like you had the option and you all decided to do it, or yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's cool that you get to take it somewhere else. Yeah, they said like you have this opportunity, and if you want it, you can mm. come. That's nice. <laughs> like the other three of the other students that are in a professional work, 
they're paid when they tour. Mm. Just somehow, like, the framing is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Because they're, yeah, so... And so you have a few months to, like, let it rest and just um, steep a little mm. bit in the back of your mind. Yeah. So will you have, like, a pre-production uh, rehearsals again and, and, like, maybe be all done with it or confused or newly inspired or... Mm. We have the written thesis. Mm. This is for our uh, studies. We have 50% artistic thesis, which is like this work, and then 50% written. Mm. written like us. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to write about your own work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we do the same. Yeah. So now in these like three months in between, you're going to write about this. Oh, a lot will come up, huh? Right, <laughs> mm. <laughs> and then we will, I guess, come together before the yeah. tour in. Mm. I think there's quite a May. lot to do. Yes. Like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maya goes back to Serbia. Yeah, maybe. Okay. I'm going to Australia for a month. Yeah. So. so you're all going to write individually, even mm. if you did group performances? We were talking maybe yeah. of writing in yeah. dialogue mm. with Maya. I don't know yet, Sonia. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you might end up with like three different written um, takes on the same experience. For sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And you have, of course, been more alone in your process. So, like, all of these discussions on to change or whatever, you have them with yourself all the time? Yeah. Did you know from yeah. the beginning you wanted to work alone? No. No, I actually wanted to work in a group thing. <laughs> But then why? Um, no one yeah. wants to work with you. Well, there... There came, um, I don't know how to, we, we tried different things and then at one point I was like, well actually I'm quite interested in this my thing also and it felt like it did not land in mm. any like specific way and it felt like quite orga- organically going in that way. Yeah. I mean you have all your props also and... Yeah, I feel like they have been quite supportive. <laughs> <laughs> and of that course, with the lighting designer, then you mm. maybe have had a uh, like a performance collaboration. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. We have also our supervisor, Simo Kalakoto. Yeah, you dialogued a bit with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. We were mainly like, we just want to go to the studio and practice. <laughs> Let's practice. We don't want to talk about it. <laughs> no, but yeah, I don't know how it is for you, but we have the same that we have to like present our work so early before mm. we even like start properly working on them. We have to conceptualize and present them to all yeah. these different people, write project plans and budgets. <laughs> mm. And I mean, honestly, after you have done that, like forced some kind of like... Um, wholesome explanation about something that didn't properly in- initiate itself yet it's very confusing mm-hmm. to start working on it in an intuitive way and it you can almost feel bored with the project already from having over explained it too early on yeah i'm not sure i think this is the best mm-hmm. um structure of these programs we were quite resistant I yeah think. yeah yeah we stayed very Gen- generally resistant with the resistance there. Yeah. In there. <laughs> Also not uh, yeah. going into this. Now we are describing the goal or the product or trying to have detours. But I mean, you choose your own supervisors or not? 
we choose our own. So we have to like mm. uh, reach okay. out ourselves to supervisors and examiners. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. three or four people, we have to pitch our project to very <laughs> early mm. in the process <laughs> yeah. and like explain Weird. and choose also within what field of art that our supervisors and examiners mm. are like capable mm. of supporting us. Mm. So we make some decisions super early that somehow gets to inform the project at a stage where I would like to personally maybe have it a little bit more free. Mm. Mm. No. You're always sort of working with the parameters of the institution. I mean, it offers a lot to us somehow, like time, space. Mm. We got a budget that was quite generous. That costume we're allowed to get a costume designer yeah. and a yeah. sound designer, and mm. yeah. But then it is like within this frame, and there mm. are those like demands. Mm. <laughs> you sort of work mm. with them, I think, differently. Yeah. 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 yeah sure. Mm. Uh, so you chose the costume and sound designers yourself. Yeah. Are they from within the university or outside hires? Yeah, Laura and Kasha are guests. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Did you know them already, or how did you select them? One of our classmates, Paulina, does costume, mm. and she recommended Kasha. Mm. Okay. Because we asked her, but she was too busy. And then Kasha actually grew up in Australia, in like Essendon, like went to school. Like it's crazy, so <laughs> close to me. So then we end up with these two Australians from Essendon on this project in Helsinki. That's funny. And then Laurie. He's like a musician, designer, friend of my partner. So that's how we knew. Mm. But not a sound designer, actually, not trained in sound design. A musician, right? Yeah, and Kash, yeah. a musician, and Kasha is actually a fashion designer, not a costume designer. So we saw, again, we sort of got people that we were supposed to, and our professors are like, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. 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 Fashion concert. <laughs> yeah. We had to like be like, Kasha, we can't wear these shoes. Like, like these shoes are bad for us. Or like not sort of knowing exactly how dancers, <laughs> what we needed. Or, oh, yeah. So some difficulties, but lots can, of like generosity. Yeah. Can we maybe explain for a moment about the dance mat? Just like because we, in this podcast, I try to explain very technical things to the audience so they get yeah. to know about mm. these things that otherwise mm. you have no idea about. Yeah. What is a dance mat and why do you have it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> dance mat. Yeah. It's a rubber roll yeah, mattress. <laughs> it's a very specific material, material that is yeah. called a dance mat and they're yes. quite expensive. Like a tarquette exactly. we called yeah. it. I don't know what you call it. What? It's a tarquette. It's like a vinyl material, right? Yeah, it's like synthetic stuff. Yeah. Mm. It has this friction, but at the same time, uh, not too much. Or you can kind of like slide it, but it's still. So you can slide and like get a grip with your shoes, with your dance shoes. There's a bit of of this softness also, Mm. like Mm. landing softness from jumps. Yeah. And it doesn't reflect light. That's true. Yeah, I think that's a common thing about them. Even, like no matter, no matter yeah. if they're white or grey or black, that they don't reflect light so that um, they don't disturb the light design mm. because any reflection creates more light yeah. in the space. So that's why also it's a black box so that the light designer can have full control over the lighting. Mm. I think of this as like a tennis court or a swimming pool. <laughs> Somehow in It's the piece, same it's size like, as a small yeah. pool. Yeah. It's this action, action mat and... We don't. We're not. All, it's like, yeah, we're not always on it. Like in our piece, we start off like maybe we're warming up, and then 
yeah, when I do my solo, I'm running like wherever. Yeah. Maya's half on, half off. Because like, yeah, the thing is, you wouldn't have needed it, right? No, 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 no. It's, it's like... You could have done everything you do on this floor. Yeah, yes. Yeah, but then, then we were thinking about the black box, that it's so like... But wait, yeah, okay. Or... or it was going to be a blob at one point. Yeah, it was about to be like a pond mat. or yeah. like lake. Oh, or, okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. There's Thor. <laughs> but now it's like... It's somehow like... Mm, all this dance history that's in our bodies, all this like traditions somehow, it's like gesture mm. towards this. It is. These theatrical yeah. dance conventions. Yeah. Or, mm. Yeah. This staging and with these lamps and sort of, yeah. But usually, classically, people use it so what? Because it's dangerous for the dancers to be on the floor or because it's dangerous for the floor to have <laughs> the dancers? Or what is the. Who are protected by the dance mm. mat? Well, you can get That's sticks from wood. Yeah, you can get like, like splinters. Normally, yes. we're like barefoot quite often. Yeah. So and that's not. Or your nail can get stuck there or like mm. many. <laughs> yeah, okay. And I'm ass- rolling on the ground, like this is a bit softer. Mm. Yeah. And I assume also if people are wearing heels or tap shoes or flamingo shoes or something, this floor is probably not going to be so happy. So maybe that's mm. also a thing. Maybe people use dance mats because of like. No, I think it's not, you cannot use tap shoes on Yeah. That. No, um, okay. Because the mat will get ruined. Okay. I think they use this floor okay. for heels. It sort of like primes the surface, makes it more consistent. You mm. can predict like how like it's safer in a way because there's no bits that are more slippery, no bits mm. that will like cut your foot or mm. on a good dance mat anyway. And it's quite important to shout out for the tape. Yeah. <laughs> Taping of the mat. Oh, so it doesn't slide. Yeah. Because it's yeah. those like uh, rolls of, what is it, 120. And They're very long. And then yeah. you need to tape off every edge of it, really. Yeah. You've been doing That's it quite a lot. That's what we have practiced. <laughs> we have been quite good at it. Yeah, because the Theatre Academy reuses them also, right? Like, so yes. you roll them up yeah, and down yeah. every day. Yeah. Well, actually, we roll it up because the next performance doesn't use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for us. It's for part us. of the yeah, set sure. somehow. Yeah. Mm. Okay, well, yeah, I just thought that that was a relevant piece of... Uh, Dance technicality. Mm. Um, so thank you so much. I I think we have reached a good end, and maybe your warm up time. I can see that people are starting to stretch yeah. here before the next the Fine last on. performance. Yeah, what's the time? It's coming seven to four. Oh, yeah, yeah talk for one and a half hours to... is perfect time. Yeah. Good. Uh, is there anything that I have forgotten to mention that you would like to include or? Well, this is like a performance outcome, but we did lots of practice or somehow. Mm. Yeah, this is like one part of our work, maybe. This collective somehow. Ah, yeah. No, yeah. I know. Like this yeah. final culmination. I feel the same in the Fine Arts Academy, yeah. this final degree exhibition mm. people do. It's not like that is the epitome of our yeah. career. Mm. And it's not like yeah. this is the only work we ever have done or will do again. Yes. It's a little bit emphasized like that in the degree program, I think. Yeah. Like we should emphasize a lot of our career and and opportunities on this one uh, 
exposition and mm. I do not agree with this attitude. Yeah. I have many facets of my artwork mm. and not all of them are suitable for a degree paper mm. like yeah. or show or anything. So I have chosen something that I also bothered to write a thesis about, for instance. <laughs> yeah. But So I assume for you that it's similar. You yeah. do a lot of different movement or things. And maybe also this, what we talked at one point, that... Uh, We are dancers and we have this dance background, but we are quite, when we do this whole evening by ourselves, we are valued as choreographers. Or this, we are also like commented mm. on the decisions we made. You even have organized though are, everything. Yeah, even though we are not mm. trained as choreographers. No, so obviously. Quite, yeah. Like, where does the work come from? It's quite different. Oh, that's nice. That would be an interesting extra chapter in all of your thesis works, I assume, too, like that you have to self organizing choreograph things yeah dance mm. making dance mm. is made by dancers mm. or dance thinking yeah organizing dancing <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yeah I tried to write about it and then every second word was dance 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like maybe maybe this is why no one writes about this that's good that's good Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you you very much. No, it was really nice. I hope it was uh, not too confusing to talk through it before doing the last show. (laughs) (laughs) Super nice. Mm. Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm happy. First time. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's good to break it up a bit and decode it and like talk through it with the people who actually are like in it because then maybe the rest of us can have like some entrance door to. I don't know. For me, painting was the same. I was like, ah, painting, whatever. But then I studied and talked to all these painters about their process and the way they were. I was like, oh my God, painting. <laughs> Such a wild video. <laughs> you have no idea what you're looking at. <laughs> I see one painting. The, like the struggles and the process gone yeah. into this one the f- 2D field mm. of thing. Mm. Wild. Yeah. So dancing is a little bit wild. the same. Thank you so much. Do you have any like yeah, uh, websites or social media pages or something that you would like to share with the audience? I think we will ask the sound designer if he has mm-hmm. something like his music site or whatever. But mm-hmm. do you individually or as Tata Collective have something you want to share? Do we have as collective? Maybe maybe we, we don't. don't even know. Maybe, maybe we don't have no. a website. Yeah. Maybe we will. <laughs> maybe we will. Let's see. Okay, yeah. if you manage to make one before this is published, you can let me know. But uh, yes. do you have like individual sites or like people you want people to follow you somewhere or something? Can if you see me in Tori, we can have lunch. <laughs> 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 I guess Instagram said. Yeah, personal Instagram. Yes. I'm not so sure if it's artistical, but maybe going towards that. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe I can. I don't know. I made this website for grant applications and stuff. It's like Wix. Okay. Made this nice. No. But I don't remember what it's called. I just yeah. attached this. Okay. Website. Maybe things. can we? Hand him in to you. You can think yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then um, we're really good at branding ourselves. <laughs> yeah. But I, usually people would say, "Yeah, my website's called." Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, "Should I tell people to come to the contact?" Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you can give it a think and like you can send me some links if you do have some that you want yeah. to share. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Perfect. I shared my address. And then I stopped. 
<laughs> like your homework, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you even send me a letter? <laughs> <laughs> if you read no. the door, I know they're there. Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So <laughs> well, thank you so much. I have to go and install a video work in this exhibition, yes. and you have to we'll have warm up show. and do yeah. your last. Uh, yes. Hey, uh, break. No, don't break a leg. Don't break anything. Actually, I hate that saying. It's like oh. we say toy toy. Toy toy. In Finnish. In every language. Uh, congratulations on the last uh, thing tonight. Are you going to celebrate? We have bought a couple of bottles. Oh, <laughs> some together in this. Yeah. We have the letters outside. We have yeah, books we where people could write on like oh, yeah. comments and such. Maybe we read those yeah. and cool. have a good time. That's yeah. nice. Together. Yeah. And tomorrow we pack up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Sure. And you're welcome to our opening in the gallery mm. tomorrow afternoon. Mm. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank what you. time? I can't remember. Maybe at five? I'm okay. not sure. <laughs> I have to be there from three, but I think maybe at five is open to the public. Mm-hmm. Cool, Yeah, okay, but thank you so much for sharing your things. Thank I was you. happy to experience twice the same things and got to see like the differences. It's not so often you mm. engage that much with people's performances. Yeah. Yeah, great. That's okay. Yeah, sure. Okay, and thank you for listening, everyone. Um, Yes. Okay. Bye. 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 Thank Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed it.